Coming up on today's federal newscast, costs may be going up elsewhere, but the security clearance process should remain the same. The General Services Administration is looking to solidify its federal real estate properties. And a bill to give federal employees 12 weeks of paid family leave now has a Senate companion. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. today's episode of the Federal Newscast, I'm your host, Eric White. Security clearance processing will cost the same amount in 2020 despite a major overhaul. The Defense Department says prices won't change in spite of the upcoming transfer of the security clearance program from the Office of Personnel Management to the Pentagon. DOD says the new Defense Counterintelligence and Security Agency is still supposed to be operational by October 1st, but it will begin handling background investigations in phases based on the deployment of new IT systems. The nation's military reserve components say more money and personnel are necessary to ensure their troops are ready to deploy. Leaders from the five components tell lawmakers they will use fiscal 2020 appropriations to modernize systems and infrastructure, continue readiness efforts, and put more into their troops' mental health. National Guard Bureau Chief Joseph Langle says the reserve troops reinforce the connection between the American people and their military. Congress will soon start debating how much money the Defense Department will get in 2020. Federal News Network Scott Massioni has more. The House Armed Services Committee plans to finish up its work on the 2020 Defense Authorization Bill by mid-June, and the Senate Armed Services Committee plans to work on its version of the bill next month. This year's bill will take up some contentious issues, including whether Congress will authorize the $750 billion budget the Defense Department requested for 2020. The bill will also likely address adding a Space Force as the sixth military branch. I'm Scott Massioni. The Air Force will hold its second pitch day this fall and focus on issues regarding space, according to the service's acquisition chief, Will Roper. Pitch day is an Air Force initiative to listen to companies' innovative ideas and then award a contract the same day. The goal is to expand the Air Force's industry base and shorten time to market. About a quarter of all federal leases held by the General Services Administration will expire within the next two years. This gives the Public Building Service a chance to renegotiate for longer-term leases at a lower rate. Allison Acevedo, PBS's Assistant Commissioner for Leasing, says the agency remains on track to achieve $4 billion in cost savings by the end of 2023 through its real estate portfolio. After an 18-month review of its leasing portfolio, she says PBS has only renegotiated 30 to 40 percent of its federal leases when they were set to expire. GSA is trying to bring some consistency to more than 30,000 websites the government runs. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the story. The Technology Transformation Service at GSA released new web design standards to make it easier for agencies to create modular, accessible, and mobile-friendly websites. The U.S. Web Design System 2.0 is a library of code, tools, and guidance to help agencies design and build websites backed by user research and modern best practices. Among the biggest changes in version 2.0 is the use of an open source font and a way to make sure colors are Section 508 compliant. More than 200 websites across government currently use version 1 of the USWDS. I'm Jason Miller. 
The State Department has filled more than 90% of the recommendations made by the Government Accountability Office since fiscal 2014. GAO reports the agency has checked off 10 of the 20 priority recommendations it made in February of last year. However, GAO added eight more priority recommendations, bringing the new total to 18. Those unmet recommendations include the greater security for overseas personnel and facilities, moving off of legacy IT systems, and improving the quality of the agency's foreign assistance data. Agencies make progress in one of the most enduring management objectives. More now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. It's data center consolidation, an imperative dating at least to the Clinton administration. The Government Accountability Office estimates that since 2010, agencies have closed more than 6,000 data centers, saving about $2.5 billion. But auditors say the savings fall short of White House set goals. 11 of 24 agencies fall short of their closure goals, and everyone is having trouble meeting targets for data center efficiency. I'm Tom Temin. A new bill looks to strengthen federal advisory committees with stricter ethics requirements and more transparency. Senators Rob Portman and Maggie Hassan introduced the Federal Advisory Committee Act amendments. It would require... They would require agencies to solicit members publicly, and agency ethics officers must review members of the committee. There are more than 1,000 of the committees across government. And a Senate companion exists now for the Federal Employee Paid Leave Act. Democrats Brian Schatz, Sherrod Brown, Chris Van Hollen, and Jeff Merkley introduced the Senate version. The bill would give federal employees up to 12 weeks of paid leave for the birth, adoption, or foster placement of a new child. Federal employees could also use this leave to care for sick family members. Congresswoman Carolyn Maloney introduced the House version back in March. Her version has 27 co-sponsors, including two Republicans. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes, or Podcast One, and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.